0: Hey, welcome to the dating counselor podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Today, we're going to do a deeper dive into some of the questions that I get on Instagram. So every Sunday afternoon, I pop up the ask me an anonymous question. And people will send me questions on a variety of dating topics. And then I take an opportunity to respond. And we're going to pick a few uh, today to go through and kind of dive a little deeper, go a little bit more into it because there's only so much space I can answer on Instagram, although I do find myself typing quite a lot and trying to shove it all into a little box, but we're going to go more. So I've got um, Elsa for my team here today and she's going to give me the questions and ask if she wants uh, to help me even dive deeper.
1: First question of the day. How do you stay out of the friend zone as a woman, That tricky, tricky friend zone?
0: The friend zone, I always joke, is the place where love goes to die because it's just this tricky place of someone wanting more. So the first thing that I always say to a woman when she wants to stay out of the friend zone is that you have to remember that you are a woman. Mm. You're not a little girl. You're not his, like, friend. You're not his mom. Mm-hmm. You're not someone who he needs to, you know having his life to enhance his life in any other way than like being a good woman. Should we go a little deeper into like, what does that mean? I was going to say, I
1: was going to ask, so like, what does it mean to be a good woman? Like, how do you?
0: Well, it's so much deeper than like making muffins and making sure your hair looks nice. If you think of women that you respect in this life and in, in your life, you're thinking of someone who has good boundaries. You're thinking of someone who has self-respect. You're thinking of someone who Cares for their inside as much as they care for their outside. Uh, that they know that there's a balance in how you present yourself, and that that matters. But that what you have to offer inside and how you make people feel in your presence is more important than what you look like on the outside. Uh, there's there's a a way that a woman carries herself where she recognizes that there's an art to being feminine, and that there's a gift. To being feminine and that she has unique characteristics and capabilities that men just don't have and they need that and they want that. And she doesn't look at herself as a burden for her emotions. She looks at her emotions as being an asset to add to the experience. And she looks up for opportunities to communicate and for ways to be introspective. Um, I feel like a good woman is someone that we all can identify quickly in our head. Maybe it's somebody that you're just thinking of, it's a public figure or someone that's in your life, but this is the type of woman that just doesn't put herself or allow herself to be in the friend zone. She just says, if you're not going to date me, that's fine. There are other people that I want to spend my time with, and I don't need to be the person that validates you while you pine away for other women. I know that I'm attractive. I know that I'm beautiful. I know I've got a lot to offer, and I'm going to let someone else take that space.
1: It sounds like I was thinking as you were saying that it feels like they also have a really good sense of like following their intuition and like going for things that are important to them. And um, what is I'm just curious, like what is it about that like being really feminine that draws a man in instead of having them keep you in the friend
0: zone? Does that make sense? Totally. Well, if you think about just a bunch of dudes like sitting around together doing whatever they're doing, they're at top golf, they're playing video games. Like, just imagine the smell of the room. Imagine what it looks like in there. Oh <laughs> like, <laughs> capture a real visual. Is there a wreath on the wall? Hell no. Is there a potpourri anywhere? No. It probably smells, sorry to be crass, but like a fart zone. Yeah. And everyone's like, broing out, and there's garbage around. And yeah, they're living their best lives with their bros, but there's no beauty in it. Yeah. You know, there's, there's nothing that wel- welcomes you into the room. That's like, Hey, I want to stick around here. Yeah. People don't walk into the fart den and be like, Oh, I can't wait to hang out with these dudes. They're like, open <laughs> a window. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's a way that women carry themselves just in the way that they live their life where they enhance the environment that they're in. And I don't mean just by beautification, but just by ambiance and energy and presence and women do bring that with them that's one of their intuitive skills and speaking on intuition I think that's one of the things that really makes a woman more feminine because we have this gift of being able to say like oh that doesn't feel good that doesn't feel safe or I'm going to lean into that I'm going to be brave and we need to offer that sometimes a little bit more and not Mm -hmm. be afraid to speak up
1: yeah yeah for sure Cause I don't think, I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong, but it feels like something that men don't do as often. So is that something that they like look for and long for?
0: Yeah, they're a little bit more solution focused and matter of fact, I think one of the things that happen when men come together is that they do have a tendency to look at like cause and effect and risk reward and, and some of those things, but left to themselves on their own, it's gonna take them a while to analyze things. Um, they're looking a little bit more one direction And women have an opportunity to see things as the dots connect and to offer that perspective on things. And and they need that. I mean, they need that softness in their life. They need the perspective. Good men love to be called out and challenged by a good woman. Mm, Really? I read somewhere that it was like a nanny's dressing down. (laughs) Somehow the guy said he was like... A good woman or a good man, like he just loves a good dressing down from nanny every time, every now and then. And I don't think it's quite like that, but just more that he likes to be called out, Mm -hmm. you know, because that says like, oh, she cares. Mm -hmm. You know, she sees me and I could be better. Doesn't mean he likes her to nag at him, but just saying like, you are doing great. But also look at this.
1: Yeah. I love that. That's great.
0: Go be a good woman. Exercise your femininity. Deliciously feminine. You're delicious <laughs> feminine. I love that deliciously <laughs> feminine because there's just such a visual with that.
1: Okay, next question. Love this one. How to tell if a guy is interested in you?
0: I get this question all the time. I just want to like start by saying like clearly it's not intuitive to us Uh, if you ever saw the movie he's just not that into you it opens with this little girl on the playground and she runs crying to her mom and she's like he pulled my hair and the mom goes oh honey that's because he likes you and the the premise of the movie is and that's where we started getting screwed up so one of the things we've got to stop doing if you're one of, if you actually want to listen to this answer and like take it in deeply one of the things that you need to stop doing is sign seeking like I think he's into me because he did XYZ I think he's into me because blah 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 like if a guy is into you you will know yeah yeah if you are confused he is not into you totally okay but also ask yourself am I into him and am I am I willing to let him shoot his shot <laughs>
1: But that's that balance of being feminine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. So there's a couple of just clear things that he will do. He will spend time with you. He will look for ways to spend time with you, whether that's short amounts of time, because there isn't a lot of time available at the event you're at or in other ways. Like he will try to find ways to spend time with you. He's going to remember things that are important to you, like a presentation that you have coming up mm. or a sick puppy or something yeah. that's going on. And he might say, like, hey, how's that? Blah, blah, blah.
1: Right.
0: Remember that scene from Pride and Prejudice when Mr. Darcy is in the pool at Pemberley? This is important. Okay. This, this is relevant yeah. to like this discussion. And he's been spurned by her. She said, no, I don't want to marry you. But then suddenly he comes out of the water and Elizabeth is at Pemberley. Mm-hmm. And he's so taken back. And he's like, is your family in good health? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And then he asks again, so, so they're in good health?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That's a very common question they would ask at the time and checking in on people. And it just kind of shows like he's remembering things that are important to you. He knows that she, like he doesn't like her family. Remember, right. he despises her family. They are. Beneath him, Mm -hmm. but he thinks they're important to her. So I'm going to ask if they're okay. And that's going to be important to me. Another one is kind of acts of service along the lines. Like he's just kind of showing up in your life. Uh, he shows up to help you out. He shows up to help someone that you care about out. Like he's helping move things. Uh, he's maybe, you know, there was a cute guy that I, I worked with for a long time and he was interested in a girl and he would just like go shovel the snow off of her car in the morning.
1: That's adorable.
0: Right? Yeah. Oh gosh, that's so cute. I love it when guys do that. Uh, If he's offering to pay, clearly if he's asking you out, but obviously he's offering to pay, um, he's holding the door. He wants to help you get your coat. He's just trying to make you feel comfortable. Like he asks about your, you know, are you too hot? Are you too cold? Are you thirsty? And he's just, not trying to be an errand boy he's genuinely just interested in your comfort right and he's there to help accommodate that so
1: i heard once i remember hearing something once that they were like girls even if you don't even if you aren't cold or like even if you don't need the door open like let him do that is that like tell me more about that
0: yeah I think that there's a space that that we obviously don't need someone to open our door or get us a coat. Like, yeah, it, I can he's do not it. challenging your capability. He's trying to serve you. Hmm. And this is where I, I I feel like women are kind of getting off nowadays because they're reading it as he doesn't have positive intention. like he's trying to get something from you for his own gain. Men that are good, they want to make a good woman happy. And making her comfortable and helping her to have comfort in life, that makes him happy. That makes him feel self-esteem and feel good about himself. We get self-esteem through being needed and we get self-esteem, uh, or excuse me, we get attachment through uh, building that self-esteem. And so if, if you do everything for yourself and he is able to do nothing... He just feels useless.
1: Yeah, he can't attach. You know,
0: you don't need to make up things, but as things are just kind of natural and normal and it's like, we're just trying to ease your comfort. Yeah. Why not let him? Totally. Someday you're going to have to get your own blanket and your own coat and your own things when you go back to your apartment by yourself. If he's helping you do it now, like, why not let him?
1: I think for me, it's always just such a thing as a woman to be like, oh, I don't want to take up space. Like, I'm okay. I can take care of myself but I love that you're saying like no let him do that and that helps like build the secure attachment I like that if
0: you if you were to think about it like I'm helping him feel self esteem mm-hmm. then you are doing something yeah. for him yeah, like you it's are. not just that you're taking up space you not doing it is give, making him feel bad yeah yeah awesome
1: okay any other ways that you know if the guy like you
0: he's just getting in closer proximity to you dude like he's just coming in he's coming in he's you know randomly giving you compliments about about things he's kind of giving this uh I'm trying to look like I know what I'm doing in my life he may be a little bit more real and you know if he's embarrassed or he's done something silly he may own it and show it but more often than not he's trying to be like I'm a good dude yeah yeah you're gonna want to date me
1: yeah totally I think it's hard when you have been dating guys that don't show up that way or that you're trying to win guys over. I know, like, anytime I've tried to win a guy over, they don't do any of these things. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just not enough, like we were talking about. So um, when I have dated guys, though, that are good guys and they want to prove that they like you, it's such a
0: difference. Most of the time, people that I work with, They don't know what it's like to date a good woman or to date a good man who has intentions. And maybe this is one of the spaces that we should just air out. They're a little bit more comfortable being transparent. You know, when someone isn't sure if they're into you or they like you or or something, they just leave things hazy and foggy and kind of on purpose. Because Mm -hmm. that kind of gives them that I get to retain my autonomy. Mm -hmm. Whereas if someone's interested and they're kind of trying to spend time with you and you catch onto it, they're not mad. They're Mm -hmm. like, great day. Yes, I am into you. And that feels good for me to let you know that. And, you know, this whole idea of a woman trying to like get a guy into her and feeling like, oh my gosh, I must not be enough. That's a, that's a myth that women fall into all the time. Yeah, We have this thing where we just say like, if I was enough, then that would make him transform into blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. The guy I wanna be with or this person, da da da. And so I'm just gonna keep being enough in some way that I assume he needs, pretty enough, smart enough, funny enough, rich enough, I don't know. If I'm enough in these ways, then he will like me and then I'm gonna live happily ever after. And that's just not how guys work. No. That's just not how they work.
1: Yeah. And that's a really, it's a hard trap to fall into and a hard trap to get out of. But for sure, I think to me, it feels like you just get stuck with guys that aren't actually showing that they're interested in you and you're misreading, misreading, misreading. And so shifting into a place where you can recognize that a guy's interested in you and it's a good pursuit, like totally changes the dating game.
0: Yeah. And believing that there are men out there that are interested in you, that are interested in dating. That's like the first two steps towards that. If you think that there's nobody out there that's to date. And interested in dating you that no one's going to be attracted to you. Well, welcome to your self-fulfilling prophecy of dating people that are not attracted to you and not ready. There are so many people in this world. If you have the people around you that aren't into you, they're blocking the people that could be into you from coming in. The Dating Counselor Podcast Season 5 is brought to you by Bonded. Bonded is Utah's first permanent jeweler. It was created by two childhood best friends that wanted an exciting bonding experience you know like getting a friendship tattoo but you know with less commitment when they couldn't find a bonding experience like that they created one and they created it with permanent jewelry permanent jewelry is unique because it doesn't have a clasp and it's custom fit to you so it's bonded onto you with a spark or with a flame i really love the beautiful jewelry that they offer. You can do chain jewelry and they released recently their own exclusive bonded bangles. All of their jewelry is 14 karat gold or sterling silver, and it can be worn every day. I'm always talking with you guys about connection and bonded jewelry. I feel like is this really unique way to remind yourself of someone special that you're then bonded to or maybe a significant life event, or even a commitment that you've made. I really know that you're going to love bonded jewelry as much as you love the meaning behind it. Learn more about them on Instagram at Bonded Bracelets, or head over to bondedbracelets.com to schedule your bonding experience.
1: Last question. I really like this one. I feel like it's super relatable relatable yes mm-hmm. okay really love this one I feel like it's super relatable and um, I've felt it a ton of times so I'm excited to hear what you say I know I'm supposed to be dating right now in my life but every time I download the dating apps again I just cannot get myself to swipe and respond to people I'm so tired of playing these games and I'm constantly chasing men how do I find a desire to date again
0: Oh man, I remember the feeling that came over me when I got this question and I just wanted to reach out and give this person a hug because I was like, this is so real. The first thing that came to my mind was this word supposed to. I know I'm supposed to date. Where's that supposed to coming from? Because that addressing that is going to address your indifference with swiping. Do you want me to elaborate more?
1: Yeah, I was going to say like... <laughs> culture, mom, dad. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Like if you're supposed to, because your biological clock is ticking, but yet you're like, I don't know if I really want to have kids. Like, let's talk about that question first. But if you're supposed to, because you know, your mom, every time you come home for the weekend is like, you're not getting any younger. Mm -hmm. Or if you're supposed to, because all your roommates around you are, or your friends are like, why do you feel like you're supposed to? That's my first question. Yeah. We're biologically hardwired to make connections. If you feel like you're supposed to date because there's something longing inside of you because you want a companion, let's change your language right there and say, like, I feel like I want a companion. I feel like I'm ready to have a companion in my life and that I want to share my life with someone because I think my life will be enhanced.
1: So what's your advice for people that don't feel that way and they feel like they're supposed to for mom or culture or biological lack or whatever?
0: I would say... Address where you're at like just respect where you're at you can tell other people no I don't want to date right now and I appreciate your perspective on why I should or shouldn't but I just um, it's not where I'm at right now and enjoy your life where you're at being single should be a place in your life that fills your heart with happiness and joy and is a season of your life should you want to transition to something else it's not like a punishment it's not a sentence Oh,
1: I love that that. I think cuz we often look at all the people coupled off around us or culture or whatever it may be and we're like I'm so stuck here being single and this is so awful.
0: Yeah, I feel like being single and stuck is such a real feeling. So I don't want to invalidate that, but it, it it's just a season. Yeah. It's a season of your life. Yeah. You will get married. You will find people that you want to date and and companions and things like you will like there's it's just statistically impossible not to the thing that will hold you back from it is not addressing the emotions and the resistance that are keeping you from it can you imagine getting on the app and being like i guess i have to freaking swipe today (laughs) and then you look and you're like freaking hate that guy this guy's just uh." and then and then you're like oh great there's love of my life and he's not gonna write, write me back right like all of those emotions and things that you're feeling are going right into this whole dating sphere totally and it's really frustrating to put yourself through something that you don't genuinely want to do so you have to address your resistance and decide truly like do i want to be in and if you want to be in then be in and respect the fact that you deserve to be happy in that way
1: so then once you do decide you want to be in and you're ready and you're in the dating like what advice do you have when dating is so
0: exhausting like Well, I feel like the thing right here with online dating is that you kind of have to be in your like an online dating session. That's what I call it. Like be on for 10 days, swipe, get some matches and then just be off and get into your world and don't look at online dating. It's just this my app has to constantly be turned on. And you also need to get off the app and be in the real world. Remember that if you've chosen to date and you are purposely dating, then that means that you will look for singles events or places that singles are that you find common interests and you will show up in real life and you won't be embarrassed about being there. Yeah. You're not going to be like, Oh my gosh, I hope nobody knows I'm single. I hope everybody does. (laughs) I hope everybody does. I hope they're like single ready to mingle. Hello. Yeah. Like, get myself tied up in a conversation with someone who's cute. Yes, please. Let me just kind of elaborate on that a little bit because I, I think I, I was definitely in the space of, like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed to be here. When I was in the space of, I'm embarrassed, I would choose events that I actually wanted to go to because mm-hmm. then I'm like, regardless of the outcome, I, I want to be here. I want to go on this event and I want to river after or I want to hike or I want to paint this pottery or whatever. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many things. And so it it was easier for me to create conversations with people when I'm like, I am genuinely interested in this event. Yeah. Uh, and then if I wasn't quite so interested in the event, I usually would take a wing woman and try to break off. Like when I'm by myself and I see somebody, I'm more likely to like sit closer to somebody and strike up like a pass me that cup or, mm-hmm. um, oh my gosh, it's so noisy in here. Or, you know, just making some kind of a in the moment kind of conversation right. and I try to make myself stay 15 minutes longer than my body wants to <laughs> <laughs> which is really hard if you're an introvert <laughs> right and I I'm I'm more of an extrovert for sure but I go through phases of probably in my cycle or something where I want to be away from people mm-hmm. And there's times when I was single that I would have to honor that and be like, I'm just not going out and I'm not going to shame myself for not going out. Like I'm going to honor where I'm at. Yeah. And there's other times where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go. I need to be around people tonight and I need to remember that I'm dateable and I don't need them to tell me that, but I need to go be in a space where I'm like, you're single and it's okay.
1: Yeah. It kind of feels like a lot of what you're saying is you have to be in a space of like owning yourself and like being okay with different places and, and phases of life whether it's like i'm not ready to be dating right now or like i am but like tonight's not the night for me or you know i don't really necessarily want to go hiking i'd rather meet people you know at a finer things club whatever that mm-hmm. is it feels like a lot of like stepping into the confidence zone is owning who you are and like being comfortable with yourself
0: well said Elsa. Exactly. Owning who you are and being comfortable with yourself. The only thing I want to add to that is that you're going to have in the back of your mind this question of why am I single? What is it that I'm doing wrong? What is it that I'm doing right? What am I missing? And I want you to just kind of chuck that question out the window. Like, who the freak cares why? You just are. You're great. Mm -hmm. We don't need to create some storyline about why you're deficient or, you know, The stars aligned on this particular date or I used to joke and say, oh, I'm single because my husband's probably curing cancer. He was not (laughs) curing cancer. I will tell you that. He was not. Yeah. And you're single because you are like, we don't need to spend a lot of time on why that will sort itself out in time.
1: Yeah. sounds like don't attach your relationship status or your singleness to your value.
0: Yes. You are so much more than your status.
1: Yeah absolutely I think I think we like hear the things like oh that good guy's out there for you somewhere you'll find him someday right like they mean so well right but I feel like we hear those things and then it makes you be like "Uh, okay well so what does that mean about me like you're like oh poor thing so sorry that's not happening for
0: you your life must be so hard right I was at my third sister's wedding yeah on crutches I looked really smoking hot in my crutches. Yeah, I bet you did. And so many people came up to me and they're like, oh, it's going to be your turn soon. It's going to be your turn soon. Mm -hmm. It was not my turn soon. Mm -hmm. I was on sister number three. They were making jokes that my younger brother, who is 15 years younger than me, was going to beat me to the altar. And I was like, that's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thankfully I, I, you know, I feel like I had a good family support system that were like, look, it's not her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you know, I think if I was in a place where I felt like it was me, it would have been terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's easy to like hear what other people are saying to you and then start to attach that like singleness to your value. But I, mm-hmm. I love the perspective of your singleness isn't, has, it doesn't have anything to do with your value. Like it's a time of your life. Appreciate it. Enjoy it.
0: Exactly. Well said. Okay. Well, that was the last of our questions. Lonnie, any final thoughts? I loved this. I want to do another episode on dating deep dive. I know they're kind of fun, huh? Yeah, this is really fun. So feel free to send in those questions during the week and I can answer them on Sunday or just get in on Sunday afternoon and drop your anonymous question in and maybe you'll be featured. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Dating Counselor Podcast. I'm Lonnie Harmon and I am a licensed clinical social worker. I'm on a mission to help singles navigate the modern dating world. You can learn more about my course, Foundations for Modern Dating, at TheDatingCounselor.com/slash courses. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook at TheDatingCounselor, or email me at Lonnie, L-O-N-I, at TheDatingCounselor.com. You'll find a full list of everything mentioned in this episode in the show notes at TheDatingCounselor.com/slash podcast. If you have a friend who would enjoy this episode, I would love if you passed it along. And don't forget to follow or subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Thank you again for tuning in. See you soon.